the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Extension, visit PGH22.com. Imagine tours and travel. Everything you imagined it would be at PGH22.com. Mainly clear and cooler tonight. It'll be more comfortable with a low of 53. Tomorrow, sunny to partly cloudy skies. Beautiful start to the weekend, the high 76. Mainly clear skies tomorrow night with a low of 57. Sunday, partly sunny. A thunderstorm in the afternoon will reach a high Sunday of 77. Monday, some sunshine, the high 75. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. We are live. We are local. Thanks for coming along today for the Friday edition of The Ride Home. It is Friday, Friday, lovely Friday. Kathy, good to see you as well. How are Thank things? Thank you. Happy to be here, John. Yeah, it's a getaway day for you, is it not? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm wearing my shirt. Beach. Mm-hmm. Beach lover. Mm-hmm. Casco on vacation. That's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow morning, jumping in the car. Pretty excited about it. Of course you should be. Yep. How's the excited. weather looked, you know? Uh, it's going to be cool. Cool. Just like here. Cool at the beach. Like 10, 10 degrees, mm. like hotter. or like more, No. <laughs> what is it? 10 degrees cooler, cooler than it's been this week. I don't like that. Oh, you don't? I want it to be like 95 at the beach. Oh, see, I don't, I don't need it to be 95 Roast it up. At the beach. Turn up that heat. And no. then you get all super hot and sweaty. Yeah, yeah. You run in the water. Hang out for a little bit. Come back and do it yeah, again. Boom, I don't, boom, I don't boom. need it to be that hot. It oh, actually yeah. makes me kind of sick when it's that hot. <laughs> Although I did get a beach umbrella this morning. Did you though? Yeah. You know those things that you, you buy and you say, okay, I'm going to get the cheapest possible not, version no, no, of no. this. You made a mistake already, uh, I got to be honest. Exact. What was the, what was the last? you bought one. Oh, that I bought one. You Should think? have rented one. Oh, you think? Without a doubt. Really? They're built for the beach, those big, thick, yeah. heavy-duty poles, and then you twist it down into the sand. The little ones, are, it's going to fly down the well, beach. Here's, well, listen, uh, we rented one last time Yeah, and? that flew down the beach. What? Flew down the beach. Maybe it was so just bad, this, bad placement on your part. Well, it could be. I'm not going there's to deny to it. it. I'm certainly not going to deny it. But I, So I decided I was going to actually spend a little more and actually, like get a, a good one. All right. So we'll see. I don't know if it's going to work or not. Well, let's hope it works. And if it doesn't, you can just rent one and then put the bought, bought one alongside it. Oh, great. It's like sort of spreads things out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More territory. Oh, that's a nice idea. Just saying. See, you're much better at the beach. I haven't, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't go to the beach very often. And so, Well, know. I pray it's nice weather. You settle it's in. It's going to be awesome. You sit there and It'll read. Be good. You have a little cool drink mm-hmm. and all the cares and worries and thoughts just and all that. Just roll away. Just roll away. Mm-hmm. Just, right? Thank it just you. goes away. And I you look sit for the there. Roll away. Get a nice pair of sunglasses. I sure do. Got your uh, sunscreen? I have my sunscreen. I was looking this morning trying to figure out what books I was going to take. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you got like a towel for your legs as well and your feet. 
Because you don't want to get your son. You, Look you, at all these. What is this? Be- I wish we'd do a segment to, later in today's show. Just got to make sure. The beach. Oh, you got to take care of things. That's all. I, like I know it. it well. Take care of things. Yes. Okay. <laughs> at the beach. Okay. All right. Let's get away with the show by looking at the top news stories of the day. Kath, as you always do, please, won't you provide us with the top four at four? Only for you, John. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Not for, just for me. No, actually, for Friday, July 30th, right. 2021. A tornado touched down yesterday along the border of Fayette and Westmoreland counties, according to the National Weather Service. The tornado was EF1. What do you think that means? I don't know. Okay. And had wind speeds between 100 and 105. Trees snapped and uprooted, and there was building damage. Dangerous. Additional info about the exact path and distance will be available later, but a preliminary eval showed the tornado hit south of Acme in Westmoreland and north of White in Fayette, just south of the PA Turnpike and not far from Seven Springs. And no one was injured. Yes. That's the good news. Which is the best news about it. Number two. The first group of about 200 Afghans seeking refuge after aiding the U.S. military in their homeland arrived in the U.S. last night and will will finish their visa application process at Fort Lee in Virginia. President Biden was quick to welcome them. According to CBS News, the group of special immigration visa applicants consists of former interpreters and others who helped U.S. forces in the 20-year war in Afghanistan. Least we can do. Oh, without a doubt. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Come on over. About 750 principal applicants and their families are expected to come to the U.S. in coming weeks as part of the administration's Operation Allies Refuge, which is tasked with evacuating Afghans who face threats from the Taliban for helping mm. the U.S. Number three. Now, John, most Olympic all-around champs, you know, in gymnastics do like the talk show thing, the red carpet thing, nationwide tour. Yeah. Get out there and work it. Suni Lee, who won the gold medal. Mm-hmm. She's going to college. What do you mean? Mm-hmm. Two weeks from now. Well, she's still got some time. What? Two weeks? You got time? She just won the gold medal in the Olympics. She's going to go to... She's going to go to college. How about you bank some cash doing those appearances and uh, pay off the college debt? Suni Lee, the fifth consecutive U.S. woman to win the Olympic all-around, said Friday she leaves for Auburn on August 10th. Nice. This is what she says. She's such a cutie pie, isn't she? Mm-hmm. She's also a beast. She said, quote... I'll get to be a college athlete doing school stuff and going to classes. It'll be fun staying in the dorms, getting away from gymnastics, and just having a little bit more free time than I normally would, which is something I'm super excited about because I spend so much time in the gym, and it's just nice to have this little break. <laughs> Don't you love her? She'll be, she'll be a star I on campus. love her. Who's walking around with a gold medal? Wasn't she a thing of beauty last night? Oh, she sure was. Wasn't she? Lovely to oh. see. Fabulous. And number four. Mm-hmm. I like to bring in weird news on Fridays. Yeah. Remember the alligator who ended up on the roof? Mm. <laughs> you missed that. That was when you were on vacation. Number Sorry. four, Jacksonville, Florida. A man was injured by a jaguar at a Florida zoo. You know how that possibly could have happened? How? He climbed over a barrier and went right into the animal's enclosure. Yeah. That's uh-huh. how that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's according, one of the Darwin Award winners. Yep. According to ABC News, the attack occurred yesterday at the range of jaguar display at the Jacksonville Zoo. The man was hospitalized after climbing over a waist-high safety barrier that put four feet of empty space between visitors and the jaguar. Then he began taunting the animal. Mm-hmm. Okay? Then he reached his hand through the fence. Mm-hmm. Finally, the 12-year-old cat named Harry just tried to take him out. The jaguar was like, I'm over it. Right. There's a meat sickle right there. Zoo officials say they don't plan to pursue criminal charges against the injured man whose name was not released. And that is your top four. I'm surprised by that. You would think that they'd make an example of that. Don't do this idiot thing. with people? I don't know. It's been a while. I was thinking about this today. Uh, Probably a year since I've been to the zoo. Me too. I bet it's been 
Nearly 10 years. Yeah. When my kids were little, I was there all the time. Me too. Mm -hmm. Right. And I did my zoo time. Yep. Right. <laughs> and then I kind of felt like yeah. it's time to move on to other I mean, things. I, I like the zoo, but it's it's fraught with a lot of emotion. It is, because sometimes right? I feel bad I'm, for the animals. A hundred percent. I really go. wish you were on the savannah. Right. I saw these ads running now, I think, during the uh, Olympics where they're advertising a local place where, you know, there's giraffes and there's lions. Oh, and yeah. a lion runs You're up like, and like, oh, great. hits over there's some happy birthday. There's one lion and one kangaroo and, like, and everybody's sad. What's that like in the wintertime? I don't know. I mean, yeah. It's not I the think, Savannah. But then I think, exactly. look at all the efforts people who work in zoos go to to keep species going, who care for injured animals. We know someone who's going to go to school we, for of zoology. We do. So then I feel like I should just go back to the zoo. Don't be a ween. Come right? on, and just go. Think, Stop uh, your whining and complaining uh, and just go. <laughs> and then, Grace, the conversations you have with yourself <laughs> while you're trying to you know, give yourself some wisdom and a pep top, but you're also self-hating. Right. It's very complex, very is it not? Complex. Very complex. All right, we're taking a break. When we come back, Andy Masick with us next, president and CEO of the Senator John Hines History Center. We're going to talk about brand new stuff at the Hines History Center in the Strip. And an Olympian. And an Olympian. Next. All right. W-O-R-D. Moms are the most influential people on the planet. For years, you've trusted Focus on the Family. Now you have the chance to experience it in person. Enter the Focus on the Family VIP experience. We'll fly you and three others to Focus on the Family headquarters, where you'll stay at Great Wolf Lodge in Colorado Springs and sit in on an actual Focus on the Family program. Enter once per day and complete bonus tasks to increase your chances of winning. The Focus on the Family VIP experience. Register to win at WordFM. Do you remember what was kept in a spring house? If you're an old timer, you know that a spring house was used for storing fresh cold milk. In 84 Pennsylvania, we have another kind of spring house. Our spring house is an old-fashioned country store filled with all kinds of old-time gifts, great country foods, and you guessed it, fresh cold milk. You see, the spring house in 84 is also a dairy farm where we milk our own cows, pasteurize and homogenize the milk, and sell it all through the store. We've had people tell us it has to be some special kind of gourmet milk. We don't add anything to the cow's diet or to the milk. It's just nature's purest, most perfect food, and we love the way our customers love it. We also make a chocolate milk you would think is a chocolate shake, an old-fashioned buttermilk that people drive miles to get, and a 40% heavy cream that's wonderful for luscious desserts. Our 2% and our skim are the greatest sellers. Come and try some Springhouse milk at the Springhouse in 84. To serve as a ruling elder is a high and holy office. RPTS now offers five flexible online courses to help you shepherd the Church of God. The Ruling Elders Program features courses on biblical counseling, interpretation, worship, the church, care and administration, plus preaching at elective options that best fit your ministry paradigm. No papers, no exams, just solid biblical teaching from experienced pastor professors. Individual and group rates available. RPTS, study under pastors. Learn more at rpts.edu. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Upon your passing, you wouldn't want a judge to decide who raises your children or how your estate gets divided. It is important to review your estate planning documents to ensure they protect what matters most. At Abernathy and Hagerman, we will work with you to establish an estate plan that nominates a guardian for your minor children and that your assets are used for your family's benefit. Judge for yourself. For legal help that lasts a lifetime, visit a-h.law. 
Remember what it was like getting together with your partner for a fabulous night out? It's been too long. Join Word FM aboard the Gateway Clippers Princess for our date night dinner cruise, Wednesday, August 25th. From 6.30 to 9, relax in the company of fellow believers while you enjoy a great dinner, music, and fabulous views of the city skyline. Sponsored in part by Trinity Jewelers. Just $45 a ticket. Don't miss the boat. Reserve your seat now at wordfm.com slash date night. Andy, Make, Andy Masick is back with us. Andy's the president, the CEO of the Senator John Hines History Center. Andy's always got fabulous stories about Pittsburgh and Western Pennsylvania. And today, no doubt, is no different. Hey, Andy. Happy uh, Friday hey, to you. Hey, it's good to be with you. Yeah. yeah. Andy, tell us. Are you watching the Olympics? Yeah, I am. I'm following them online when I can, and I'm watching them on television when I can. Uh, but it just makes you proud uh, to be an American uh, when uh, our athletes bring home those uh, medals. Uh, but you have to hand it to them in this uh, this crazy environment uh, in which we're battling a pandemic and the challenges that they have of uh, staying safe and healthy uh, in Japan. Uh, it's one of the the weirdest Olympics we've seen in a long time. It yeah. sure is weird and anxiety produced. I can't imagine being there, Andy. You know, I heard somebody talking, of course, ad nauseum about the Simone Biles uh, withdrawal. And somebody said, you know, we haven't even talked about, this was uh, Jason Gay in the Wall Street Journal. He said, we haven't even talked about how stressful the environment is for the athletes and the fact that Simone Biles has never competed without her parents in the stands. No kidding. Okay, right. so just another layer. These are, these are elite athletes you know they perform at a very high level and yeah they're used to uh pressure and the, the stress of competition uh, but then you add traveling halfway around the world and then you add uh the dangers and the, yep. the you know the pandemic uh and then being expected to perform on cue with uh, the world media clicking right. away uh, at them and, you know, the hype that goes with it. So it's that uh, it's the mental game as well as the physical game that sets these athletes apart. Oh, I'm into that. Okay, so, Andy, you got a story about a local Olympian way back in 1948. I would imagine a little less hype then, but still a, a champion who comes from our roots. Well, you know, uh, Herb Douglas, who's 99 years old uh, this year, is the oldest living African-American Olympian, American Olympian. And uh, he had some pressure on him, too. Uh, you know, as a kid uh, growing up in Hazelwood, uh, his father was blind, and yet he owned uh, his own business, a parking garage. He was the first one in Allegheny County to have a seeing-eye dog. Uh, Herb had to take care of his family as well. And he went to Taylor Aldedice High School, and he set uh, records there that stood for more than 30 years in the long jump. Uh, he was also a, a fast guy. He uh, set records in the 100-yard dash. But eventually, uh, he went on to the University of Pittsburgh in 1945. And then in 1948, he went to the London Olympics. And as you can imagine, uh, for an African-American uh, youth, uh, an athlete uh, competing with white athletes, there was still 
quite a bit of racism uh, that affected his life. Um, you know, he he left one school because uh, on the basketball team, the white players wouldn't pass the ball to him. And yet he persevered. And I think Herb's story, he won a bronze medal at the uh, London Olympics in 1948 and came home, became the vice president of Moet Hennessy, uh, a big uh, uh, whiskey manufacturing company in the United States. And he was a success at whatever he did. And it wasn't just because of his physical attributes. Uh, it was a head game for him, too. Uh, he he persevered. He overcame. Uh, and, uh, you know, he stuck to it. And that he, he inspired other athletes uh, um, like uh, Roger Kingdom and uh, Edwin Moses yeah. later on. And, and even Barack Obama, uh, who met uh, Herb at, uh, in the White House, said, I stand on your shoulders. Cool. How's so, that for a tribute? Fabulous. Wow. So 99 years old, you're saying that Herb Douglas, the bronze medalist, is still alive. He is. And uh, he's expecting to celebrate his 100th anniversary, his 100th birthday, next year at the History Center. So oh, really? stay tuned for that. Yeah, you can see an exhibit. You can see his cleats from 1948 uh, and his, uh, his letter uh, jersey from uh, the University of Pittsburgh in our Western Pennsylvania Sports Museum at the History Center right now. Wow. Fabulous. That is so cool. Andy yeah. Masick is with us, uh, president and CEO of the John Hines History Center, which is right there in the Strip District of Pittsburgh. Um, so what about, uh, let's move on to Apollo 11. Um, we've talked about its mission before. Tell us about its Pittsburgh connections. And, of course, it's relevant with all the, you know, recent, you know, private space travel that we've seen, Richard Branson going up into space and then Jeff Bezos and his three compatriots. Yeah, you know, uh, Jeff Bezos has been a uh, a moon fan for a long time. In fact, uh, he paid for uh, an exploring vessel to go uh, thousands of fathoms below the ocean to retrieve the parts of the Apollo 11 uh, Saturn V rocket that fell to Earth and splashed into the uh, ocean. He, oh, yeah, he, he loved this story because he was a kid. Uh, in 1969, when uh, Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin and Michael Collins climbed into that Columbia uh, capsule that sat atop the Saturn V rocket. And remember, the Columbia capsule command module was built by North American Rockwell, a Pittsburgh-based company. And the Saturn V rocket, this thing that was 363 feet tall, it's almost as tall as the Cathedral of Learning, and yet it, it could blast off with uh, millions of pounds of thrust from these F-1 engines. Bezos went down and found the F-1 engines down on the bottom of the ocean floor and brought them up, and we exhibited them at the, the History Center a year ago. But it, the story of the Apollo 11 uh, mission to the moon is amazing when you think that in 1961, President John F. Kennedy declared to the world that we were going to put a man on the moon and bring him back safely by the end of the decade. Well, I'll tell you, all the scientists in America took a big gulp. They said, what? We're going we're to put a man on the moon within a decade? Well, that got uh, 
uh, America into high gear, 400,000 Americans came together to work on every part of that moon ex, uh, expedition. And remember, they were using slide rules in 1961. You know, computers hadn't even been invented, or at least not the kind that we know. You know, it's been said that you've got more computing power in your iPhone than all of NASA had in 1969. That's so cool. And yet, we did it. Uh, Westinghouse built the cameras that brought us those live images of Neil Armstrong walking out of the lunar module, uh, plunking his foot down into that dusty moon surface. They didn't really know if that moon surface was was three feet deep of uh, dust or one inch deep. Fortunately, it was just one inch. He made that footprint on the moon, and he said, this is one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. And he was right. Uh, the world went wild. People were watching on every continent on television as those Westinghouse cameras brought us live images of Buzz, Buzz Aldrin and, um, and, and Armstrong on the moon. It was amazing. It was amazing. And, Andy, you know, one of the things, you know, I was alive for that, and I remember going by the Rockwell estate. I mean, the Rockwell family lived in Edgewood, and not too far from yeah. my house. And, you know, driving my bicycle by their house and thinking, those people are the people that put it together. You know, it was a sort of Pittsburgh pride thing. There was a really great connection to the story, knowing that, you know, the command module was part of the Rockwell family, and the Rockwell family is part of Pittsburgh. And think about this, too. All those people who worked for Alcoa Aluminum, well, they couldn't have made that giant Saturn V rocket without Alcoa Aluminum alloys. And uh, ATI, uh, Allegheny Technologies, made specialty steel. Union Switch and Signal made these special relays for the 26-volt miniature switches. Um, Jack Kinsler, uh, a guy from Pittsburgh, he had a high school education, but NASA hired him early on to make wind tunnel models. And when he when he showed them what he could do, they said, hey, could you make this? Could you make that? He became the MacGyver of, of NASA. Really? He, he built everything they needed that no one else could figure out how to build. And you know that flag that you see pictures oh, of? Sure. Yeah. On the moon, and, and it kind of looks like it's flying in the wind. Well, it turns out there's no wind on the moon. <laughs> right. Never, ever. And if you just put a flag on a pole on the moon, it would just hang there like a limp rag. So Jack Kinsler uh, devises this telescoping aluminum pole with a cantilevered arm on it. He went to Sears and Roebuck and bought their expensive $5 uh, nylon flag, and he rigged it so Neil Armstrong could pull it out of a special compartment on the lunar uh, landing module and, and uh, pull out that arm and pound it into the moon surface so it looks like old glory is flying in the wind, even on the windless moon. Fabulous. And that's a Pittsburgh mine behind all of that, thanks to Sears Robux in $5. Andy Mesa, Kate, listen, um, before you leave us, Andy, uh, you're back up and running again, right? People are uh, welcome and yep. willing to visit the Heinz History Center. 
That's right. You don't have to wear masks anymore uh, if you don't want to at the Heinz History Center. We do have an exhibit about the um, Apollo 11 mission. It's part of our innovation exhibit. And if you'd uh, like to remember some of our veterans, especially the World War II generation, we brought back a small version of the We Can Do It World War II exhibit and Rosie see those Riveter. lifelike yeah. figures. That's yeah, good. Rosie the Riveter. Very nice. Andy, always a pleasure. Thanks for being with us here today, as always. You bet. See you at the History Center sometime. Indeed. There's always something good there at the Heinz History Center. It's a great place for the family to spend several hours wandering around. It's uh, America's attic, but really it's Pittsburgh's attic, the Senator John Heinz History Center. Take a quick break. Come back. Our weekly feature of this or that. That's next. You're on the ride home. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Angie's List is now Angie. Summer is the perfect time to book your next home project. From lawn care to a new patio, Angie makes it simple to connect with pros who can get the job done right. See reviews, upfront pricing, and instantly book hundreds of projects. Plus, when you book and pay through Angie, we'll cover your project up to the full purchase price plus limited damage protection with our happiness guarantee. Check out Angie.com, and for more on the happiness guarantee, go to Angie.com forward slash happiness when the earth stands between you and a finished project, you need E&K Excavation. Whether you have to dig it, grade it, drain it, prep it, stabilize it, shape it, clear it, or dispose of it, E&K Excavation has over 100 years of combined experience and a fleet of heavy equipment to help you bend it to your will. They can handle any size project for your home or business, providing quality results on time and on budget. For a free quote, visit ekexcavation.com. They'll move the earth for you at ekexcavation.com. Hi, this is Robert Jermalowski, owner of Doing It Right Roofing, Siding, Remodeling. Looking for a new roof or siding upgrade? Call us for a free estimate at 724-NEW-ROOF or visit roofingcontractorpittsburgh.com. Looking for a job? Contact Express Employment Professionals and be part of their national hiring event. With one application, Express connects you with multiple employers and never charges a fee. Go to ExpressPros.com, find your nearest office, and call Express today. Are you a teacher looking to grow your career? Waynesburg University offers a Master of Education with multiple areas of concentration as well as certification in special education. Classes start every semester. Financial aid is available. Visit Waynesburg.edu. Listen on your smart speaker, the Word FM app at wordfm.com, iHeart, tune in, and on radio.com, in the car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh.
Mainly clear and cooler tonight. It'll be more comfortable with a low of 53. Tomorrow, sunny to partly cloudy skies. Beautiful start to the weekend, the high 76. Mainly clear skies tomorrow night with a low of 57. Sunday, partly sunny. A thunderstorm in the afternoon will reach a high Sunday of 77. Monday, some sunshine, the high 75. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. It's time now for This or That. It's our weekly delve into the ridiculousness. This or that. ridiculous. It's not? I don't think so. I mean, it might be a little ridiculous. Well, it's not high thought. No, it isn't high thought. Right, it's fun thought. Let's not get carried away here. It's Friday. I'm going on vacation. High thought. Okay, all right. So, uh, because you're going away, would you like to go first? I would like to go first. All right, very nice. I don't usually go first, but I want to. All right. You ready? Yeah. Number one, John. Because it's the Olympics. Yep. This is the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat edition okay, right. of this or that. Nice. I like your themes. Mm-hmm. So, keeping that in mind, I give you the first one. Right. Steelers winning the 09 Super Bowl over yep. the Arizona Cardinals mm-hmm. or the Pens winning the 09 Stanley Cup over the Detroit Red Wings. Oh, those, were, those were heady times. Were they, they were. Not? It was a beautiful year. Heady times. Um, this or that, John. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going with the Pens. Are you? Yeah. Okay. Number two, Johnny Cueto dropping the baseball on the mound at PNC Park 2013. Ah. Or Frenchie Fuqua dropping the pass, which became the Immaculate Reception Mm. in 1972. Oh, my gosh. I mean, one really sort of established the Steelers franchise. Yes. The other one was a short-lived moment of glory. But Down so a, very, very one. good. No, I think you got to go with Frenchie Fuqua. Mm, I right? think you do too. He invented the Steelers, essentially, that, that pass. Number three, Mary Lou Retton oh. or Carrie Strug? <laughs> i got a soft spot for Mary Lou Retton. Oh, yeah. okay. The Revco ads. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You like that? Yeah. Number four, yep. good thing I didn't ask you about Kathy Rigby. Thank you. <laughs> Number four, <laughs> James Harrison mm. running an interception back oh. for a touchdown, Super Bowl 43 Wonderful. versus the Arizona Cardinals, yeah. or two goals from Max Talbot in Game 7 of the 09 Stanley. Yeah, that James Cup. Harrison thing, that's hard to beat. It is. I mean, beat. seriously. But the Max Talbot thing was good. It sure was. But those, those however long it took I, him to run down the field. It was like eight minutes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Fabulous. Number five. Mm. Madison Bumgarner mm. or Adam Wainwright. I was there for Madison oh. Bumgarner, me and my son. How many Adam Wainwrights uh, have yeah, there been? Horrible. How many games? Can I do neither? Neither nope, of this or that? this or that. All right, Adam Wainwright, because I was there. I witnessed it. Carl Lewis? Yep. Or Jim Thorpe? Shoo-wee. Uh, the great indignity of what was stolen from Jim Thorpe. I'm going for Jim Thorpe. Okay. Yep. Number seven. Yep. The day the Pens drafted Mario? Mm. Or this day in history, the day the Pens drafted Sidney Crosby? Yowza. Um, Mario changed everything. It took a perennial loser into champion forever, so that was a major day. Okay. Number eight, Sid Bream for the Braves. Oh, please. Ruining the Pirates' chance at the I World Series. Dearly. Or Junior Seau for the San Diego Chargers, ruining the Steelers' chance for Super Bowl. Both dark days. They were. The Sid Bream moment essentially cast a shadow over the Pirates that exist to this day. Yeah. So yeah. that pain, I think you have to sort of go with that. I go with that. Number nine. Bill Mazeroski winning the 1960 World Series for the Pirates, yeah. bottom of the ninth against the hated Yankees. Fabulous. Or 
Ben Roethlisberger to San Antonio Holmes. End of the fourth quarter to win Super Bowl 43 against the Cards. Yeah, no, Bill Mazeroski. He was okay. the giant killer it, again to find the city. Okay, number 10, last one. You're on the high bar at the Olympics, John. No, I'm not. In men's gymnastics. Yeah. You do a release move. Uh-uh. You miss. Mm-mm. And you face plant 20 yeah. feet down to the mat. Mm. Or you're competing in the discus, but you aren't quite prepared. You release too late, and you send the spinning disc into the stands. Well, one injures other people, one injures me. This or that. I don't want to hurt people. I'll take the hit. <laughs> okay. All right. Just saying. Very nice. All right. That's a theme. Mine's not a theme. Mine's a mishmash okay. here. All right. Okay. Septum piercing. Oh, here we go again. Face tattoo. <laughs> oh, gosh. How, wait, how? Take a choice. This or that. What do you think? Right. You, how are you going to look? I, I can't, I'm going to say septum piercing because at least you can let it close right. up. What are you going to do with a tattoo on your face? All right. Kevin. Yeah. Andrew. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to take Andrew because oh. you know, that's his name. I mean, you know, you got to go with Kevin. I, I mean, okay, all right. Tina Turner. Yeah. Turner's iced tea. <laughs> I'm going with Tina. She had great legs. All she right. still has great she legs. Sure does, I'm sure yeah. she does. Black licorice. Soaked in water peanuts. Oh, they're so good. Blister peanuts. I love those things. All right. Uh, but no, no. Okay, yeah, I'm going with peanuts. All right. Phineas? Yeah. Ferb. <laughs> oh, that's hard. Mm. Um, I'm going Phineas. All right. <laughs> He's the storyteller. Yes, yeah. Antiquing, thrifting. Well, I mean, I'll say antiquing because it's prettier. All right, it is. Even though I can't really afford anything. Nope. The Supreme Court, the Supremes. <laughs> I'll go with the Supremes. I like them a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A shot and a beer. The vaccine shot. <laughs> um, I hate beer so much. I really do. And I was I was glad to get the vaccine. Really? I'll say the vaccine. All right. Surfing. Skateboarding. Surfing. Mm-hmm. All right. Road trip. Staycation. Road trip. Ariana Grande, Taylor Swift. Taylor. (laughs) 101.5 WORD. Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music on the weekends. With the best new music. New 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 music. New music from Chris Tomlin and Friends. Thank you, Lord. I just gotta say thank you, Lord. Mac Powell and River of Life. All together from Mike Donahue. All together. The best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. Brought to you in part by McQueen Building Company. 101.5 Word FM on the weekend. How well do you know God? The book of Hosea reads, For I desire mercy, not sacrifice, and the knowledge of God more than burnt offerings. One way to increase your knowledge of God is to visit Israel. Two years ago, I took a tour there, not knowing what to expect. It was our visit to the Garden of Gethsemane where I experienced my close moment with God. Praying in the same place as Jesus before, Fiction. All I could think of was his obedience to the Father, and I too needed to do the same. Returning home, things changed. Now each morning and night, I close my door, read the Bible, and pray on my knees, often thinking of that precious time at Gethsemane. This trip changed me. I'm now closer to God. 
For this reason, I strongly encourage you to go there in the hope that you too experience a similar faith renewal. Imagine Tours is offering the identical 10-day Israel tour I experienced leaving from Pittsburgh January 10th. For more information, go to pgh22.com or call 724-287-5151. Again, that's pgh22.com. When it comes to the tools in your garage, it's all about lithium-ion. Plenty of power, maximum efficiency, and a longer life. Why would your warehouse be any different? Introducing Nobelift Lithium-Ion Powered Forklifts. All the power and efficiency you need and essentially maintenance-free. With the dramatic savings and overall cost of ownership, Nobelift forklifts pay for themselves over time, and that increases your bottom line. Nobelift, revolutionizing the material handling industry one job at a time. What's in your warehouse? Find out more at nobeliftna.com save. A child's body temperature rises three to five times faster than an adult's, and leaving a child in a hot vehicle could lead to their death very quickly. Tragically, in 2020, 24 children died of pediatric vehicular heat stroke, and many of these incidents occurred when parents or caregivers simply forgot the child was in the car. Please set yourself reminders on your cell phone or place something you'll need in the back seat so you don't forget your child. Always look for your baby before you lock. Brought to you by NHTSA. Remember what it was like getting together with your partner for a fabulous night out? It's been too long. Join Word FM aboard the Gateway Clippers Princess for our date night dinner cruise, Wednesday, August 25th. From 6.30 to 9, relax in the company of fellow believers while you enjoy a great dinner, music, and fabulous views of the city skyline. Sponsored in part by Trinity Jewelers. Just $45 a ticket. Don't miss the boat. Reserve your seat now at wordfm.com slash date night. How's your garden? Well, parts of it are a little spent. Spent? Yeah. In what like way? I had some flowers that were at their height, I would say, three, four weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Fading now. All my daisies are gone, which always makes me sad when they're mm-hmm. gone. My herbs are like rock star. Fabulous. 10 out of 10. All right. Well, Doug Oster's back with us. Doug Oster is a regular guest on our show, Gardening with Doug at DougOster.com. Just back from a trip uh, overseas. But, Doug, this is peak season, is it not? Welcome back. Yes, it is. Thank you very much. Yes, just got back from Croatia. We had a great trip. If you're ready to travel, I'm telling you, Croatia's pretty cool. It's cheap. Everyone speaks English. The food is as good as Italy, and it's beautiful. Fabulous. So, Next couple of years, it's going to explode. Yes, this is peak season, and I, I hear you about those daisies. You know, that's the ephemeral nature of parts of the garden, perennials yeah. that come and, come and go. But I think really important right now, and I was hoping to get some good rain yesterday, but it, Didn't I, got a, I, got a, I got a little bit. And so watering is important, and it's important to do it the right way. And so that means try and get out there in the morning, try and get to the bottom of the plant and try to really soak it in. I'm talking vegetables, flowers, trees, shrubs, whatever needs water. You know, if you had a a small tree you put in early in the spring, when we get to this point of the season, you want to give it water to get it ready for the end of the season. And the reason we do it in the morning is just we want those leaves to to dry out uh, because anything that might be susceptible to a fungal disease, if those leaves stay wet, Then we have disease problems, which we've seen on tomatoes this year because we had that wet start of the season. But get out there in the morning, your lawn, run the sprinkler, run it, and and just push your finger down into the soil, whatever it is, whether it's the vegetable garden, the lawn, whatever it might be. Make sure the water's getting down there. 
And the deeper that gets, the better the roots will will reach down there. And when things do get tough, they can bring water and nutrients up. Excellent. You know, it's kind of weird to say that uh, we've had a dry summer, a somewhat dry summer, because it looked like not that long ago we were just crushed. But you're right, Doug. It has been dry. Yeah, that's the way it is with gardening. You know, you've you've got this wealth of of rain for months on end. You're like, oh, gardening's easy. I love gardening. This is so simple. (laughs) Then the rain stops and it's like, oh. I gotta, I gotta water all these containers. I, I gotta make sure my plants are okay. I gotta make sure my herbs are gonna be rock stars. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Listen, they are. They're just that. That's good. awesome. That's okay, so, awesome. Yeah. So that's one of the things about about you know, being a gardener is that you realize that depending on the weather, some things really are you know rock stars, as you said at this point, and other things are falling away. Like for example, my herb garden, my basil's wonderful, but the dill just never made it this year. So like you you kind of have to what focus on the positive and kind of let the let the negative go by till next year. I like that way you're thinking. Now that's the, that's that's the gardening style I like. Yes, we've got to we've got to take our victories where we can get them. You know, those herbs for the most part, those are all you know originally from a Mediterranean climate, so they're liking the hot and the dry. You know, the tomatoes are liking this. They they love an Italian summer, and so yeah, Mother Nature is always in control, and as long as we understand that and accept that and. I think you said it the best, and I'll I'll just say roll with the punches. You know, when it comes to the garden, just roll with the punches. If anything dies, all you, whatever you do, you just say something must have happened to it before I got it. Even if it was five years ago, that's the excuse, and that's all you have to say. All right. Fair enough. I like it. Doug Oster's with us, Gardening with Doug at DougOster.com. Hey, listen, uh, Doug, I took your advice and I decided to plant lettuce. Um, I did leaf lettuce. I did arugula. I did a whole like bunch of mixed greens. It was it's was such a hit. I can't believe I didn't do that before. So I want to thank well, you for all the delicious salads that you've provided to our family this year. That is so awesome. And everybody's eating the arugula? Yeah, I mean, it's so good. All right. I mean, yeah, All it's, right. I mean, it's bitter, and but it's wonderful. And anyway, I love it. So what about other vegetables or even lettuces? Can we still continue to plant those? Well, that, that's, that's just where I was going because we've got that first season with all those leafy greens. Now we start a second season and a, actually a third season with leafy greens. You know, since we've got this little break in the weather, watch the weather. You know, if we're going to get some rain, if it's going to cool off a little bit, Great time to put in some of those leafy greens, greens lettuce, uh, like we said, arugula, other greens, even if you could find some you know, kale or something like that, uh, could go in now. And that's going to extend your season into when things cool off. Uh, lots of things to plant now. And believe it or not, I was in nursery today. They still had some big pepper plants there. So let's say you, you didn't get anything in and you're like, oh, I wish I had peppers. You could stick a giant pepper plant in a container right now. It's filled with peppers. In about a, a month, they'll, they'll start to ripen up and just keep planting. There's lots of things you can be planting. You can plant beets now, Swiss chard, uh, lots of different things. And it's kind of human nature for us to stop now, you know, because the tomatoes are coming in and the cucumbers and it's crazy. But if you've got some open space, throwing in some seeds now or finding some plants now, and there's plenty of bargains at the nursery Get those in the ground and extend that season all the way into October. Nice. October. Here it is, the end of July. Okay, so at the same time, Doug, what about uh, fertilizing containers? Oh, I'm glad you asked because that is, this is the time when it's most important. We call this high season, long days, and the plants in those containers are eating up all those nutrients. And so we got to add something. I use this stuff. It's, it's called Dramatic. 
and it's from a company called Dram, D-R-A-M-M. I buy it just like anybody else. and I, I, It's not an ad for Dramatic. Hmm. It's just what I use. But find an organic liquid fertilizer and feed those plants. And, and this time of the year, feed them in the container every time you water, really? and, and they'll go nuts. Really? Every time you water? Yeah, I learned that from uh, uh, the guy who used to be the horticulturist at the zoo. And I said, how do you make these containers look so good? And he said, during this high season, we put a little bit of fertilizer every time we water. And since I've done that, my containers look fantastic. Wow. I did. I, I was doing it once a week. Well, that would work. That would work. But if you're crazy like me and you yeah. want these containers to, to go crazy. And plus, I bought some plants that need a little TLC. And so I'm fertilizing those every time I water. I want to get that that green back into them. Always looking for bargains. Mm, well, I know. I know how you are. I love that about you. All right, but can can you over fertilize plants? I was wondering, can you burn them, or can is it is it can well, you ever put too why, much material in there? That's why I'm that's why I'm using an organic fish based or or kelp based fertilizer because you can't really overdo it. Okay. If you use a chemical a chemical fertilizer, you could burn them, but. The reason, as an organic gardener, I'm using these organic fertilizers is I want everything that's in that container to help me grow. I don't want to kill anything. So anything from microbes all the way up to uh, earthworms, they love the fish fertilizer, and it helps them, and they help me grow. Very nice. We're talking with Doug Oster, gardening with Doug at DougOster.com. Okay, Doug, so you were traveling. Now, Kath is about to travel on her family vacation. What happens to your garden when you're out and, you know, you're not tending it? Is someone else doing it, or do you just wish for some good luck? I just wish for good luck. I I had to tell my plants when I was leaving, some of them, I'm like, you're on your own, guys. Because <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I'm gone. I'm gone for two weeks, and I hope you're here when I get back. And I kept checking the weather, and luckily, I don't know how it happened, but in the two weeks I was gone, we had plenty of rain back here, and so everything that I left looked fine. Uh, crossing your fingers, saying your prayers, sometimes works. Okay. Wow. Wait. So, so even your containers made it. Everything made it. I mean, I had some small, like I had stuff in flats I hadn't planted yet, and I'm like. This might be the last time we see each other, but it was a fun spring. <laughs> right. Wow, that's really good. That's super cool, yeah. Good for you. Okay, what about this place called the Iron Garden, Doug? Oh, this is the coolest place. This is one of Pittsburgh's hidden secrets. It's at Cary Furnaces, which is a national historic site. It's this big old steel mill that you can tour. But right next to it, they have this wild garden called the Iron Garden, and it's it, it shows the power of nature because this garden, just all these plants and trees just popped up where a blast furnace used to be. Cool. And so it's not a, a pristine garden of, of ornamental beds or anything like that, but it's this great pollinator place. And it, it, there's where you can sit. You sit down on these, these big stones that were salvaged from the old hot metal bridge, and you're looking mm-hmm. at these wildflowers blooming, and in the background is a 93-foot-tall black industrial monolith the the carry furnaces you people should go see this it is amazing the garden is fun and it's it's a place of history and art fabulous it's so it's in rankin like uh, if you're headed to kennywood right yep yep and it's it's easy to get there's a road that goes right down to it uh you can set up a tour of the garden you can set up a tour of the blast furnaces to see those blast furnaces it's the coolest thing and plus they have a bunch of art projects too a giant deer called the Cary Deer. A giant deer head was made covertly by uh, underground artists when that was closed, before it opened up as a historic site, and they left it there. 
and it is a very famous piece of art and something that everybody in Pittsburgh should take a look at. Mm. That's very cool. All the right. Iron Garden at the Cary Furnace site. That's, That's super cool. cool. All right, Doug, before yeah, we I've late. got a story. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, please. I've got a story at DougOster.com that tells you all about the Iron Garden, how to get there, and, and how to how to visit. That's all. Excellent. Terrific. Okay, one last question before you take off. Uh, we talked about perennials at the very beginning. I said I was sad that my daisies had gone. Mm. Um, so I have a bunch of tall perennials, like, you know, white phlox, stuff that grows, like, at the beginning of the season. Do you cut that back? And will it will it – is there a chance of it reflowering in the season? Oh, that's a great question. As far as the reflowering goes, it depends on the variety. And so I, it's funny because somebody had just asked me when we read the visit of the garden. She said, "You said if I cut this back, it'll come back." I said, "No, I didn't say that." <laughs> I, I, said, say that. I said, "I said if you cut back a salvia or a coneflower when it's going to seed, and you give it water and fertilizer, it might come back again for you." But not all perennials will do that. But uh, it used to be like at the end of the season, we would cut all that stuff back and make it look nice and clean. But they say now to leave it up and leave it for the, the beneficial insects to find a place to, to nest for the winter, to let things go to seed. Uh, and so for the reflowering, it's only certain perennials will do that. And, like, and the two that I uh, always talk about are, are salvias and coneflowers. When they mm-hmm. start to look ratty and put on a seed, yeah. if you cut them back and you fertilize and water, you might get some more blooms. Okay. Fabulous. All right. Doug, it's always a we pleasure. We love you, Doug. Thanks yeah. for being here. Uh, thanks for having me, and keep planting and enjoy this this last month of summer and the and the wonderful weather and the and yeah. the garden and tomatoes and cucumbers. Have some fun out there. Outstanding. Doug, next time you go to Croatia, would you let us know? Because we, <laughs> we could take a dual trip. Hey, Costa Rica's next, then England. You can come along. Oh, I fabulous. Like DougOster.com for all of your gardening questions. Uh, it's really it's a great place. And Doug, Mr. Green Thumb himself. If you drive a car, truck, SUV, or vehicle of any kind, you need GetUpside, the free gas app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. That's right. With the free GetUpside gas app, you can get up to $0.25 a gallon cash back every time you buy gas. Nearly 3 million people have earned cash back with GetUpside just for buying gas. I always use GetUpside. Some months, I make $200 to $300. I love getting money back for things I use every day. It's just free money for buying gas. There's no catch. It's simple. And you get your cash back right away. Download the free GetUpside app now in the App Store or Google Play to save up to 25 cents per gallon when you buy gas. Use promo code TAN for a 25 cent per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's up to 50 cents a gallon on your next fill up. You can cash out anytime to PayPal or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Earn cash back on gas on every fill up. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code TAN for a 25 cent per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code. At Eden Christian Academy, hope is rising. Hope that is secure in God, that builds faith, and inspires a love that can't be stopped. Eden is where parents find hope in a true educational partner, where students see faith woven into every subject, and where teachers model the love of Christ to every child from pre-K through 12th grade. Schedule a personal tour at any of their three North Hills campuses and witness the hope, faith, and love that Eden can offer your child at EdenChristianAcademy.org. Mom was diagnosed with Alzheimer's at 58 years old. For me, it was heart-wrenching. It takes a toll on everyone. I mean, it's a depressing disease to watch unfold before your eyes. You just don't see the, the, the person's souls like God. This disease just ravages a family. It changes your life. The magnitude of it is indescribable. 
Now is the moment to stop Alzheimer's disease. Call Bright Focus at 855-345-6237. When the earth stands between you and a finished project, you need E&K Excavation. Whether you have to dig it, grade it, drain it, prep it, stabilize it, shape it, clear it, or dispose of it, E&K Excavation has over 100 years of combined experience and a fleet of heavy equipment to help you bend it to your will. They can handle any size project for your home or business, providing quality results on time and on budget. For a free quote, visit ekexcavation.com. They'll move the earth for you at ekexcavation.com. The pandemic has caused families to spend more time in close quarters than ever before. But if you're noticing an emotional distance between you and your child because of their drug or alcohol use, you may not know where to turn. Partnership to End Addiction can help. With free guidance, support, and resources, we work directly with families and communities across the country to help save lives. And we can help you, too. To End Addiction, start with connection. Reach out to us at drugfree.org. This date in history. So I've got two this date in history. Okay, yeah. The first one is um, this is the day that former Teamsters Union President Jimmy Hoffa was last seen outside a suburban Detroit restaurant. Mm, one of the mysteries in America yes. of the 20th century. Yeah, so he was declared dead mm-hmm. in 1982. Uh-huh. But do you know what year he was last seen? I do. Um, 1975. I do. Because, yes. I, I mean, I... The, uh, it's, just, it's becoming not a fun game. No, sorry. No, the, just... the Scorsese film, which was, I think, two years old. Yeah, the right? Irishman. Uh, yeah. Um, Joe Pesci, Robert De Niro, uh, you know, his usual cadre. It's a very interesting film. And it's speculative as well, but it really sort of drills down into who Jimmy Hoffa was. Mm-hmm. I just think it's a really weird story. I mean, it's a super it's weird a bunch story. of bad guys. Okay. So, basically. yeah, I was going to say, are there no any, one looks good. I was going to say, are there any good guys in the story? I don't think so. Okay. No. I mean, even the prosecutors, even the guys, the wives, everybody looks a little tawdry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And of course, it's all about murder in the mob. So sure. it's not really, you know, family viewing. Or anything. Well, you don't think I should, we should watch, bring our little kids around no, and watch I don't the Irishman no, on a no, Friday no, night? No, no, no. No, stick with the Olympics. No. Um, also, this day in history, mm. uh, Mr. Sidney Crosby was drafted by the Pittsburgh Penguins. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, do you have any idea, any idea what no, year that was? Uh, 19, he was drafted. Well, that's a long now, time Christy, ago. Now, Christy, without saying it, do you know what year it is? I do know what year okay. it is. You do? Mm-hmm. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm out at sea here. Okay. Christy, would you like to tell us? 2005. Yes, you are correct. 2005. 16 years ago today. The kid's no longer the kid. Said the kid was a kid. Yeah. Christy, was that a high holy day in your family? Uh, yeah, kind of. Mm-hmm. Really? Have you seen, when's the last time you went to a Penn's game? Did you go last year? I didn't go with COVID last year, no. Right, of course, no one, yeah, very few people went. Right. That's really sad. What do you think about Flurry? Listen, about it's him. not going to happen. No, it's, it's not, not going to ca- happen. No, but I do feel bad for him. If he wasn't asking for seven, I think it could happen. Oh, yeah. I think so too. Maybe he'll, you know, he's, drop he, his price. He's not going to end up with Chicago. Can you imagine going to Chicago? No. That, who would want to do that? Look, he's that, made his nut. They, yeah, well, he's definitely made right. His nut. So maybe but just go. I want to come home. What? what How about a million dollars? What bad treatment, though, what by Vegas that they? Just I mean, the Pens did it to him. They did it. No, to him. that was not the same thing. No, that was not treatment. the same thing. He knew it's just what the was happening. He knew what was going Nothing on. Nothing personal. When the pens were deciding what was going to happen. You can't feel the bad expe- for the no, guy. No, no, it's not the same as Vegas just completely dropping no. him and him finding out on Twitter about yeah, it. I don't know. 
We don't know what the real story is. You don't know the story. You found right? that on Twitter. Speculation. About I know I'm not story. sure about that. You know, and how can you feel bad for the guy? I feel really bad he for the guy. He won how many he's Stanley a, Cups? He's I do feel bad. Beloved for him. in two cities. I feel like you should treat he's your veterans better on the way out. But nah. the reason they didn't treat him well on the way out is, first of all, he had that terrible play in the playoffs. But second of all, because Vegas is like there's no veteran anything, right? Because they're just. Do you really you know, want to back? Rookies. Too much pressure. What if he screws up? Then he kind of kills the legacy. It's right 2012 now, we, all over again. It would be it would be really painful oh, if he yeah. came back and it was bad. It would be. Right? Okay, so, so we're just going to go into the season with uh, Jari and Smith? Yeah, painful. we are, right? That's painful, isn't Christy, it? Christy, are you okay with that? No. no. Oh, you're not okay with no. that? No. Here's the problem. They play all season long, and they're both great. Yeah. It still doesn't matter. No. You know, and Until no. they're awesome in the playoffs, they're never going to shake that much. It's, it's, no. Sports is cruel. Yeah. I mean, it's either, you know, talk about the Pens or go to PNC Park. What do you want to do? I mean, do you really want to? Are you going to go see the Bucks? Or are you really going to go? I you, haven't gone. You no, know, you're not a fan, are you? Not of the Pirates, no. Right. See, because, you know, look, why would you why be? Why would you be? Because if you're a kid, you grew up with the right. horrible forever and ever and ever. Right. I don't know. All right, we'll take a quick break. I want to get back for the to 5 o'clock Park, hour. Yeah. I haven't okay. been there once this season. I've been there. Just only one time. They're in town next week, I believe. I know. I'm not, I'm not so it All right. matter. Take a break. Eugene Parks with us next. You got a conflict? Family? Friends at the workplace? I have a couple. How do you handle conflict? That's next. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Radio.com. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Congress is trying to extend the nation's eviction moratorium just hours before it's set to expire. It's a long-shot effort to prevent millions of Americans from being forced from their homes during a COVID-19 surge. House Rules Committee Ranking Member Tom Cole of Oklahoma says states need to spend the money Congress already appropriated to help keep people from being evicted. The funds to address this problem have already been appropriated. But instead, the Biden administration and the majority have done nothing. And now we're being asked to take an emergency action to kick the can down the road yet again. But passage is unlikely in the split Congress. More than 3.6 million Americans are at risk of eviction. The moratorium expires on Saturday. On Wall Street, stocks remain lower. The Dow 165 points lower and the Nasdaq off 103. This is SRN News. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof. Or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows or Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows or Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you've lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows or Us offers 12 months, no interest financing, and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how would you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding and roof replacement. Offer valid through 83121. All with 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsruspittsburgh.com. That is windowsruspittsburgh.com. 
pittsburgh.com. Learning has definitely changed these days. What hasn't changed is the unwavering support parents received from their local Christian school. Many were quick to adapt to the new normal with remote classes taught by caring teachers who pray for students and their families every day. With many schools offering half-price tuition for first-time enrollees, like Eden Christian Academy in the North Hills, it's a great time to consider Christian education. Find a school that's right for you at wordfm.com slash tuitions. At Nom Nom, we make real good food for dogs and cats. And we mean that exactly like it sounds. Real, as in 100% whole ingredients. No dyes, fillers, or preservatives. Just restaurant-quality cuts of protein and hand-picked veggies. The same stuff you eat. Good, as in irresistible for our four-legged family members. The research even says our recipes have higher food-to-stool ratios, which means they're more digestible and energizing than kibbles and cans. Food, as in recipe after recipe, all prepped and mixed in our kitchens. No flash frying, no extrusion. Only carefully selected ingredients individually cooked to seal in maximum nutrition. Dogs and cats, as in yours and yours alone. Each of our meals comes carefully pre-portioned and delivered to fulfill your pet's exact nutritional needs based on age, weight management, and sensitivities. Not a calorie more than they need. See? Exactly like it sounds. Try 50% off your first order of Nom Nom Fresh Pet Food at trynom.com slash radio. That's trynom.com slash radio. Remember what it was like getting together with your partner for a fabulous night out? It's been too long. Join Word FM aboard the Gateway Clippers Princess for our date night dinner cruise, Wednesday, August 25th. From 6.30 to 9, relax in the company of fellow believers while you enjoy a great dinner, music, and fabulous views of the city skyline. Sponsored in part by Trinity Jewelers. Just $45 a ticket. Don't miss the boat. Reserve your seat now at wordfm.com slash date night. Mainly clear and cooler tonight. It'll be more comfortable with a low of 53. Tomorrow, sunny to partly cloudy skies. Beautiful start to the weekend, the high 76. Mainly clear skies tomorrow night with a low of 57. Sunday, partly sunny. A thunderstorm in the afternoon will reach a high Sunday of 77. Monday, some sunshine, the high 75. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for coming along today. Well, you know what? We forgot this. What time is it? Oh, it's time for me to tell you. Tell me what? Your, your weekend has begun, oh, yes. for crying out loud. Four minutes past the five o'clock hour on a Friday afternoon. Good grief. Is anybody out there at all? I mean, is everybody done with the week? Clearly, it's no summertime. one should be working at this Let's hope point. Not. I right. mean, that... Should have already. If you're in sales, you stopped five hours ago. Without a doubt. At least, plus. During the break, I went to the freeze. We had a little party here last week, and somebody brought in some dark chocolate almonds that are in the freezer. They're so good. You want one? Nope. Come on, one more. I can't. They're so good. I'm going to eat that all, all, Listen, all, i got to be honest with you. All, all. When you have kidney stones. Remember that? I did that. What, you did what? what? Are you eating that on TV? What are you oh, doing? Oh, yeah, you got in trouble oh, for that. He was oh. eating granola one time on the mm. air. Christy. Oh, don't do that. For oh. some reason, management objected. Oh, what are you eating on TV? They're texting us. They're like, what is John eating? Sorry. Wait, I'll swallow that real fast. That was a low point. My apologies to everyone in America. Anyway, I can't eat almonds, but I love almonds. <laughs> Uh-oh. I absolutely love almonds. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, um, I'm deep into the Olympics. Listen, I'm watching the Olympics in the morning. 
Oh yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I never think to turn the TV on. I watched anymore. baseball this morning. Yeah. USA versus Israel. How like, was that? <laughs> it was great. I loved it. I mean, I'm watching weird stuff. I love to watch the weird yeah. stuff. You know, the different channels you get now, mm-hmm. right? It's I watched uh, rowing the other night mm. and fencing. Isn't fencing the coolest thing? Is, is it weird? First of all, no, no. like there's spacesuit things that they wear. Well, you know, they're and, and then the light that goes on in their helmet. Yeah. When they, I mean, that's, that's weird. That's very cool. Yeah. So did they did they get a point every time there's touch, touch, okay just touch. for touch okay yeah, I'm guard yeah uh, and do you have do you get more points for better moves yes okay yeah don't ask me the specifics that's about all I know all right when I turned it on I was I was a little late and the person the people do a great job oh, who are yeah. calling the sports because it's not like they get a ton of practice calling fencing you know for the you know larger public right and the guy says. <laughs> Because you look at, you know, the, these. there were two women who were fencing. They're in these white shells, space-looking suits, mm-hmm. okay, with a full helmet on and a full face mask. You can see their face. You can't see their face. It just had, like, red, white, and blue on, on their face, right? And the guy who's calling it says, if you've just tuned into fencing for the first time, you're probably wondering, what is going on? <laughs> That is exactly what I thought. What is happening here? It's super cool. Anyway, so he did a good job explaining it, but I didn't get the point system down. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, the young woman I watched won. She was very excited, and I was glad for her. Okay, so I'm I'm watching. And, of course, as you watch, I also want to read about, you know, sort of the particulars of the people involved, right? But here's the weird thing. This is a new thing. So NBC, of course, they're the the producer of the Olympics. And so when Simone Biles, uh, she withdrew, uh, NBC talked about it, but ad nauseum. The real undercover work that was being done was being done on TikTok, because TikTok viewers had video of Simone Biles working and then sort of not falling but faltering with the twisties at the moment she said, "This is not good," and it only appeared on TikTok because there's so what a- it was it was pre Olympic. Videos? No. no, it was. Oh, it, it was, was like you know, okay, like while the, the warm-ups. Olympic, right, while it was going on, and somebody in the stands or on the sidelines had a camera or an iPad or whatnot, and so then they posted it not to the network but no to TikTok. Way. Right, really. So TikTok has essentially an alternative to a network feel. Millions of people logging onto TikTok and providing commentary, coverage, photographs, insight that you would not get on the networks. Isn't that cool? So you're trusting people. Don't you do that now? This is citizen this journalism. Is, this is the problem, right? Because I'm thinking. Or, I, are, or the, the positive I, thing. Right. Am I like trusting some dude who's sitting in the stands in Tokyo to that he that the video he's posting first of all is from when he says it's from right and second of all that he's interpreting it correctly i would say that you know the idea of some dude is is correct the only thing is which i think is a positive is that there are so few people in the stands that well, that that's dude a good point. That, has it, access yes, insider access okay so you're probably right because right. the only people that are there are people who have some sort of deep connection or, to the games right they're they're approved in some way right Okay. But I mean, I love the idea that, you know, in this day and age, whenever the large media companies are the producers of content, that on TikTok, sort of like a back door, although of course TikTok itself is huge, but it's smaller things that are moving information along. In uh, today's Washington Post, there's an article about TikTok and. Um, Search Olympics on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. And there's a quote here that, I th- that I, stuck out at me, uh, stuck out to me. 
Um, Ali Fazal, vice president of marketing at influencer marketing company Grin, says this. In this day and age, the average Olympic viewer is not loyal to a TV network or a TV station, but they are loyal to people. Now there are a lot more ways to engage rather than hoping your right customers tuning into NBC at the exact right time. So that's interesting to me. So instead of, you know, the way I watch the Olympics is I turn on NBC or I open my app on my iPad. Sure. And I watch the Olympics, whatever the coverage is. But they're saying that if I was maybe 20 years younger, I would just be following Simone Biles on different platforms. Right. And I wouldn't be just tuning in for whatever NBC is going to hand out. No. And so TikTok. But how do you watch it? What, the Olympics? Yeah. I'm switching. I'm not watching on TikTok. I'm just going, you know, NBC's provided. Well, I don't have Peacock, but I've got other. You know, okay. C- they've been broadcasting on CNBC uh, and, you know. So you're just looking around. Floating through, yeah. Okay. We were in um, visiting family in South Dakota, and there's a BMX bike uh, track there. Have you watched any of the mm-hmm. BMX yes. stuff? Yeah, that yeah, yeah. so cool. It is. Yeah, so TikTok is providing like, you know, the athletes themselves are uploading videos. That, right. So, so they're that, showing kids. So that's that individual contact. Right. Right. The kids are jumping on the cardboard beds. You right. know, the, you walk through the Olympic Village. It's just sort of unfiltered insider access in a way. Yeah. Okay. Christy Stockdill, our new producer. Christy, mm-hmm. how do you feel about the Olympics? Um, I haven't watched any of it. None. But none of it. Get out of here. Okay. Now, why is that? I just don't care. Uh-huh. Okay, did you grow up watching the Olympics at home? Was it ever a big deal to you? Would you ever remember a time in your life it was a big deal? I mean, we watched it. We watched we watched the Winter Olympics for hockey. Oh, but, sure. But but, but no not connection. not for downhill skiing nah. or for speed skating nope. or anything. Nothing. Anybody Nothing. in your circle? Anybody care? Maybe my mother. Mm-hmm. I think my mom watches it, but that's about it. All right, Mrs. Stockdale. Yeah. Thumbs up. Uh-huh. All right, Christy. What's going on? Okay. All right. I absolutely love the Olympics. Well, it maybe look, uh, it's good to have Christy in there because maybe, you know, it's well, I mean, for multiple reasons it's good to have Christy in there. Please. I mean, <laughs> please press those buttons appropriately. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, maybe it is a generational thing. Yeah, it's like my kids are super into the Olympics. Both of them are super into the Olympics. My now, kids one can care less. Well, really? Not can care less. Now, one my oldest daughter was a swimmer. Oh, well, there you, know, you go. NCAA swimmer. So right. this is like her world. But also my younger one, super. In, we, we stayed up last night until 2.10 oh a.m. watching men's gymnastics. Really? And I go, I'm going to bed. I mean, I love it. Kitchen on tape delay. just how we are. All right. Take a quick break. Come back. When we do come back, uh, do you have conflict in your life? I mean, you know, everybody does, right? Family, friends, the workplace. How do you handle conflict? Pastor Eugene Park talks to us next. Stick around. All right. Um, having said all that, I think it's a good time to head on down to the spring house oh because gosh. summer is blooming. Yep. And man, there are so many wonderful things to be had. Marsh is here from the spring house. Hey, Marsh, how you doing? Good. How are you guys doing? Good, Marsh. Listen, we just had one of our good friends, Doug Oster, on the program talking about gardening and fresh produce. Like this is the zenith, right? Yes. Oh, so wonderful. I just made a corn salad with a lime dressing. It had red and yellow and green peppers in it. I love that. Nice. off the cob. It was so yummy. Mm. My husband said, can I have like a pint? I go, no, you can have a bite. (laughs) (laughs) Heck, he's doing all that work. He gets just a bite. (laughs) Get in line with everybody else. (laughs) That's awesome. Okay, so what can people people expect this weekend if they come, Marsh? Yeah, so we're doing... Um, we've got a table full of sweet corn and fresh tomatoes 
and peaches and zucchini. So lots of zucchini things. We're doing um, zucchini souffle one day, a summer tomato casserole, mm. um, <clears throat> hash brown casserole, zucchini and carrots, um, cheesy broccoli rice casserole, candied yams, zucchini and carrots. I said that already. Tomorrow we're having spice rubbed ribs, um, springhouse baked chicken, meatloaf, and cabbage rolls. And then on Sunday, we're having city chicken, which is um, pork on a stick, carving ham, mm-hmm. chicken and gravy over biscuits, and country fried chicken with oh that white my. baby. Gosh. Marsha, you should not be allowed on the air. It's just unfair. It's, we certainly shouldn't do it at this no, time. No, we sit here and salivate. I mean, what the heck? There's always some great food at the Spring House. Marsha, love you. Have a great weekend. Love you guys. Have a good weekend. The station with Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music every weekend. With the best new music. New, new, new music. New music from Jeremy Camp, When You Speak. When You Speak. What If by Matthew West. What if today's the only day I can. And May Angelus Never Wanna Go Back. And I don't wanna go back. The best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. Sponsored by Trinity Jewelers. 101.5 WORD. On the weekend. Our cat mama, she's 10 years old. She has dandruff and an oily coat. I have two cats, Zippy and Daisy. Daisy sheds like crazy. If you love your pets as much as I do, you'll want to do what's best for them, to live long, healthy, happy lives. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. I just tried this wonderful, catalicious Dynavite for cats, and my cat has been on it for two weeks. She is not scratching anymore. She's not chewing anymore. It is just the best. I was thrilled when I heard Dynavite for cats was coming out because I had seen the changes in my dog. To introduce my cat to Dynavite, I took the advice from Dynavite and put their food on top of just a scoop in the bowl just to get them used to it because I know if I even switch one little thing, they put their nose up to it. There was not one problem. Dynavite for life. You won't believe how happy your cat will be. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. When the earth stands between you and a finished project, you need E&K Excavation. Whether you have to dig it, grade it, drain it, prep it, stabilize it, shape it, clear it, or dispose of it, E&K Excavation has over 100 years of combined experience and a fleet of heavy equipment to help you bend it to your will. They can handle any size project for your home or business, providing quality results on time and on budget. For a free quote, visit ekexcavation.com. They'll move the earth for you at ekexcavation.com. I guess to be alive is to be in conflict with yourself. I think so. With those you love. I don't think we can avoid it. With people you rub shoulders with or you're in traffic with. I mean, it's just never ending. And people I believe you share a radio studio with. Hey, stop it. We're, you know, we're actually pretty healthy. Are we we are. Yeah, we are. Yeah. <laughs> we, we try hard at it. We do. Yeah, yeah. But, we're, you're, but, but that's part of it, right? Yeah. Is you can't just, you know, surrender to your most base impulse. <laughs> Not what? that you or I would ever be tempted to do such a thing. Well, you know. Look at Eugene's like, get out of here. We're stuck in this people. room here together. We're right. creating together daily. So, yeah. you know, we better not be too much in deeply conflict. Exactly. Because this has become a bad show fast. Oh, it sure would be. Okay. Eugene Park is with us. Eugene's a regular guest on our show, associate pastor of True North Church in Palo Alto, California, host of a podcast we love called Off the Pulpit. Eugene, welcome back. Hey, good to see you guys. Hopefully conflict-free on your guys' end. Yeah, 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 we're good. But, you know, none of us are ever conflict-free in life. I mean, it's just whether it's – 
I mean, there are a lot of significant things that obviously happen in people's families. Um, but there's everything now from the conflict with your next door neighbor to conflicts with work. I was just talking to a guy yesterday who's really like psychologically struggling with going back to work. He really is afraid of going back to work. He's afraid of engaging. He doesn't feel he feels like he's lost his edge, you know, and his boss is really like breathing down his neck about. Mm. I mean, there's just it's a lot right now. Yes, and especially on the road because I've been driving a little bit more post COVID, and oh. you feel that uh, tension coming up. It's weird but, out um, there, isn't it? It does, especially when you're not used to it. But I, I think what to Kathy's point, um, I do think. I mean, even on the political landscape, we've seen conflict almost overflow to dangerous levels in our nation. Yeah. Um, but I do find that actually to be beneficial to a point because I do think for a lot of us, we were isolated to conflict before. We would avoid conflict. We'd be passive aggressive individually, maybe even as a nation too. And there are things that conflict brings about that are damaging. But I think within a holistic gospel view of conflict, we need to see it as an opportunity to do ministry. Um, a, a gospel opportunity is often how I tell my congregants of conflict. And, and we shouldn't try and avoid it, but to see it as an opportunity God gives us. Okay. So, good, uh, Eugene, I, it's fair to say that, you know, in life, there are people who would, you know, act as lions. And then there are other people who act as lambs, right? Um, some people just thrive on conflict. Other people are repelled by it. They want to run away from it. But like I said, coming in, you can't escape conflict. It's just the nature of being alive. So, you know, in your life, uh, do you have a strategy? Is there some, you know, something you grab onto? You go, whether it's my wife or my kids or my coworkers or my next door neighbor, this is what I think of when I'm faced with conflict. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a, a strategy I perfectly practice because I am human and I'm a sinner uh, every day. But I think the things that I try and do is slow down. Um, I think... Uh, to your point, I think one of the things to manage conflict well is to understand who you are. Um, if you are a lion, maybe it is time for you to just take some steps back when conflict comes. Maybe you rush too headstrong. If you're more lamb-like, maybe it's understanding. Maybe it's an opportunity to kind of press into this awkward, uncomfortable conflict, whether it's with family, coworkers, or the church, or whatever it may be. So I think the first step is just understanding who you are and how you deal with conflict. And I think the second thing, very naive, it's, it will sound like, but prayer. Um, I, I think conflict can be an opportunity as long as you're having self-control. And I think one thing prayer does is that it kind of slows you down mm -hmm. and allows you to see conflict within a quiet and maybe intimate space with you and just God. And the third thing that I always do is I always share conflict uh, with my close friends, um, with those that I know won't just tell me things that will keep me happy, but they'll tell me, hey, uh, you're just being wrong or you're just being crazy. And I found that community is actually a great opportunity to also minister in conflict because it opens you up more to those friends that maybe you haven't before. So I try and follow those three steps. I don't do it every time. My wife can attest to that, but I, I try as, as hard as I can. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah. I think it's hard uh, go when when you there's already a conflict happening and you haven't talked about it yet but you know that you're going to and so it's just kind of living in your gut mm. which is terrible like in the shower exactly and you know these voices are coming in and then you're having like conversations yeah you're having imaginary conversations mm. in your head between you and the other person at which point of course you're always the smartest one it's a nightmare and it is it's really terrible but that i think to me is the hardest part is is when when I'm angry, I'm so certain that I'm right, mm. 
that it's really hard to remind myself that on the other side of this, I might look back and realize that I was wrong. That is very, uh, that is very, very hard. That's something I've been trying to think of in the last couple of years is trying to think, okay, now looking back on other conflicts I've had, I can see that I was in the wrong. So maybe in this instance, I am too. And try to get to that space in my head at the time, like even just allowing for the possibility. Yeah, no, I, I think that's a really good point. One thing I always do post conflict is I'm always in the shower thinking I could have said this. Oh, you're right. You're really, trying. You know, like the edited version. Yeah, yeah, edited version. But you know, that's a really good point. I, I do think conflict brings about uh, the worst in you at times, which again is I think an opportunity. And I, I think one of the best things that we have lost these days is really getting into a deep self-expression. So, for example, I, I think Twitter, I, I always bag on Twitter and I use it a lot, but it's a great um, spotlight of how we deal with everything in the world, that it's quick, it's, it's limited, and it's whatever is wittiest you want to post. Yeah. And oftentimes what I've found is that's not really deep self-expression. Um, that's just your kind of instincts taking over, just tweeting what you want to get hits. I found that we've lost an art of journaling, per se, per se, or, or, or just kind of having a space where you're no likes, no one watching, but expressing your actual feelings. And because we've lost that fact, I think what happens is when you're not able to kind of correctly identify what's going on, you allow your anger, your emotion to latch onto yourself. And you're not allowing a space between what you're feeling and who you are made in God's image, if that makes sense. Yeah. So one thing that I've been trying to do recently is something that I did in middle school and high school is journal. Um, it's a weird thing to do to take an actual pencil, physical pencil, and to write. I, I found that my handwriting has gotten even worse due to just keyboards <laughs> yeah. and whatever it may be. Yeah. But that act of me slowing down and really, okay, why am I angry? What am I feeling today? It allows you to catch yourself and be like, well, can I see what's actually going on and slow down for a moment? That's good. Eugene Park is with us. He's a regular guest on our show, associate pastor of True North Church in Palo Alto, California. And I think, to me, that's key, Eugene, right? Slowing down and seeing what's going on yeah. instead of, I mean, I remember somebody said to me years ago, John, you go from A to Z like in a heartbeat. And I think that's indicative of a lot of people. You know, like, you, I'm waiting. I'm, I've got everything ready and boom. It doesn't serve anybody, and at the end, it just you know blows up the room, and then you got to sort of backtrack to yourself and try to make things right work. No, I, I think you're spot on again. I, I think one thing it's, this is actually part of a message that I'm praying this Sunday. But I think we live in a society that forces you to be linear. So meaning, like you yes. said, point A to point yep. B. Let's get there as quick as yep. possible. When that happens, when conflict kind of drops into that line. You don't see it as an opportunity. You see it as a, 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 you know, something to go around, something to kind of go over as, as quickly as you can. And I think biblically, when you look at, especially in the Old Testament, how they describe life to be, life is not linear on this earth. Um, as much as we want it to be, it's more cyclical than, than we uh, let it be, meaning that there's cycles of, of sin, of habits, of just things, even the seasons. They're not linear. It's almost a circular motion. And I think what we need to understand as Christians is, this Western idea of living a linear life also kind of allows us not to see conflicts as opportunities, but just as roadblocks to go over as smooth or as quickly as possible. Let's mm -hmm. reconcile quickly. Yeah. Let's forgive and forget quickly and just move on and leave it in our past rear view mirror. Right. And that's where being a part of a church community for the long haul, you can't 
it's not going to happen quickly because you're going to have to stay with those people, right? So if you're going to live like a transient, like church life, and you're going to, I'll be at that church for, you know, six months, and maybe I won't go to church for a while, and then I'll show up at another church for three. That is a whole (laughs) different animal than committing to a family and being with it for a decade or more than a decade, because they see all the worst parts of you. You see all the worst parts of them. It's just... And so a little conflict might carry over a long time, but there also might be much more opportunity for there to be growth and grace and forgiveness, right, that you wouldn't get if you just took off. No, again, spot on. I I think one of the hallmarks of a deep, intimate, and gospel-centered community is conflict. If you've never experienced conflict in your church community, something is wrong with you (laughs) because they're not perfect and you are obviously not perfect. So you're hiding something perhaps, right? So one thing that I always think about in the epistles is Apostle Paul is filling the instructions to the church, not with just what to believe, but with the one another commands, forgive one another, bear one another's burdens. And I think what Paul understood is inspired by God, obviously, is that, again, conflict is a one of the deepest opportunities to grow individually and communally. Because think about this, when can you actually practice the gospel without conflict? How can you forgive Mm -hmm. as Jesus forgave us unless you are in conflict? And this is the thing, we're always in conflict. It's just a matter of how well you're hiding it or not. That's really good. Right, right, right. So I see myself, right, whether I'm in traffic and I'm trying to muscle my way through or I'm speaking to my wife or my kids, for me... Again, I'm going to be that lion. The key for me to, to avoid conflict or try to make amends is to humble myself. Mm-hmm. And it's so difficult, I think, for a lot of people. And in the moment, it's especially difficult. Humble myself, right? Slow down, think about this, humble myself to get to the heart of the matter because who wants to live in conflict on a regular basis? Just too difficult. It's too much for me. No, I, I totally agree. Yeah. All right, Eugene. Um, terrific to talk to you. One last question. Um, sometimes it's good to avoid it. Like we don't have to like go full on and charge into every conflict and say, you know what, we need to talk. Right. Oh. <laughs> yeah or no? I don't like. That. No, I, I I totally agree. Again, I, I good point. I, I think you don't want to be the guy that has that type of conversation with everyone with in everybody. church where they. Yeah, you know, when pastors see your message, they're like, oh, I, I don't want to show up to, to coffee with this person. Um, so, I, again, I think that takes a lot of humility, um, as you mentioned, but also just uh, self-awareness of who you are. You know, some of us thrive off conflict, and that is not healthy <laughs> because you're using conflict yeah. to feed your own ego or, or your own anger issues. And, again, I think it comes down to understanding how God created you to be. If you are aligned, maybe it's a time to step back. If you're more of a lamb and, and kind of passive, maybe it is time for you to step a little bit into the conflicts in your life as well. I'm into that. Eugene, before you leave us, talk to us about Off the Pulpit. I find it very interesting and extremely well done. Yeah, uh, we have a small podcast, two of my other Asian-American, actually Korean-American pastors uh, all across California. I'm in the Bay Area. One's in Los Angeles. One's in Orange County. And we just discuss about things we can't discuss on the pulpit or we get in trouble. Uh, so we, we have a little podcast to do that, too. So one of the things that we talked about is leadership in the church. Um, this most recent episode, that's a little bit inspired by the rise and fall of Mars Hill, uh, the podcast that everyone's been talking about that Mike Cosper's produced. So, yeah, if you uh, want to listen, uh, just three Asian-American pastors talking about random stuff from NBA to, to leadership issues, uh, we'd love a, a follower subscription.
That's cool. That's great. Very well done. John and I are looking for a place where we wouldn't get in trouble. <laughs> if you find yeah, that po- podcasts are great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. If you find that place, let us know, Eugene. Thanks, Eugene. <laughs> Always good to have you yeah, with us. Good to see you guys. Eugene Park, uh, do yourself a favor. Uh, wherever you find your podcast, Off the Pulpit, Eugene Park. Take a quick break. Come back. Talk about Bill Nunn and the Hall of Fame. That's next. Grove City College, a group of young people who are engaged in a rigorous academic journey. Mm -hmm. That's fair to say. What happens at Grove City College? This is not essentially for the faint of heart. It is a rigorous, Mm -hmm. deep dive into an academic load. It is. You know, I've had this conversation with both of my kids a lot over the last couple of years. Mom, I don't know how I'm going to do on the midterm. Like, I, I don't know. What, what if I don't pass this class? And, you know, both of my kids do pretty well in school, but it's a challenging atmosphere. What I love about it, though, is that there's help for you. You know, it's like if, if you if you can't get what you need, if you feel like you don't have what it takes to pass microeconomics, which I didn't when I was an undergrad. Right. <laughs> They've got a, a great tutoring setup, so it, it's it's one of those things that you want to be challenged, but you want to also have some people behind you to support you, so you feel like in the challenge you can succeed. Amen to that. Grove City College, rigorous academics, great and fun athletics, wonderful Christian values, and some of the most amazing people that I promise you you will ever meet. For more information, look online for you or your rising senior, gcc.edu. When you're in college, sleep is important. But thanks to your studies and busy schedule, you might not be getting enough rest. That old mattress you've had since you were a kid, though, it's just not cutting it. Upgrade your sleep experience with a locally made, hand-built mattress from the original Mattress Factory. We offer a variety of mattresses, including Twin Extra Long, to suit every comfort preference and to fit every budget. And we offer fast local delivery as well as pickup seven days a week at our factory location. Visit an OMF store near you to learn more. The Original Mattress Factory is always looking for good people to join our team. If you're interested in a sales, manufacturing, or delivery position, we offer competitive pay and exceptional benefits packages. Integrity and strong work ethic are essential because at OMF, we strive for excellence in all that we do. To learn more about our company and our unique business model, visit us at OriginalMattress.com. You can stop by any of our locations or visit the employment section on OriginalMattress.com to complete an application. Why doing it right, roofing, siding, and remodeling? As an Owens Corning Roofing Platinum Preferred Contractor, it's simple. It's in their name. They're doing it right, and it's what you'd expect as a homeowner and what they intend to deliver. Call 724-NEW-ROOF. Want it done right? Call doing it right. On your radio at 101.5 WORD-FM, Pittsburgh, at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and at radio.com. Mainly clear and cooler tonight. It'll be more comfortable with a low of 53. Tomorrow, sunny to partly cloudy skies. Beautiful start to the weekend, the high 76. Mainly clear skies tomorrow night with a low of 57. Sunday, partly sunny. A thunderstorm in the afternoon will reach a high Sunday of 77. Monday, some sunshine, the high 75. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. 
Hall of Fame. Is it next weekend in Canton, Ohio? Right. The game, the uh, Hall of Fame game, takes place. Is it Thursday? Thursday, Thursday night, August fifth, eight p.m. Steelers versus the Cowboys. Do you have any interest? No. No, it's not really a game. No, is I, it, I would, I would hope, like I would hope nobody of uh, import. Caliber. Yeah, is going is going to play. Right. But it's nice to be invited for that. Heck yeah, it is. But Hall of Fame at Canton, uh, Bill Nunn who is in many uh, many considered probably the super scout for the Steelers in the 1970s Super Bowl teams. I mean this yeah. is a guy really interesting guy. His father was the managing editor of the Pittsburgh Courier. And then Bill Nunn was a sports writer and a, a producer as well at the Pittsburgh Courier. He quit the newspaper in 1970 and used his contacts as a sports writer. He found his way into the Steelers front office and started to scout. And he brought in any number of guys. Want to hear the list of the people he brought in? Yeah, because this list is crazy. Okay, he brought in Mel Blunt, John Stalwart, Donnie Schell, Elsie Greenwood, <laughs> Frank Lewis, Dwight White, Ernie Holmes, Joe Gilliam. Uh, who else? Oh, Jack Lambert. I mean. That's crazy. What an eye. I mean, clearly things were different then. It was a different kind of, there was no game film to be had. Sure, so you right. really there had to sort no, of show right. up. It's not like you could go on a blog site and see what people are saying. No, or, you'd hit the right. road and you visited and you saw these guys face to face, right? And you made your judgments like with your eyes. Yep. Uh, a self-taught, I mean, that kind of a skill set. You don't go to school for that. Well, he was one of the people that would have been the teachers. There was nobody to teach him. Right. At that point, right? He was just, it was instinct. This is what I see. This is what right. I, I think would work, right? And then he's got to talk to the front office and give his report, and hopefully the front office would follow along on draft day. So Bill Nunn, Hall of Fame for the Steelers. It's a fabulous pick. Passed away how long ago? Four years ago, okay. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully his family will be there, I'm sure and it'll they be will a terrific be. day. Fabulous. Um, also, to be inducted next weekend, uh, so of course we have Bill Cowher and Troy Polamalu. Yeah. So that's going to be Big amazing weekend. to see that. Um, also, um, Steve Atwater, um, Edger and James yeah. going in this year. Jimmy Johnson, of course, Alex Karras. Uh, Alex Karras, really? Donnie Shell, okay, of course. Yeah. Um, how could I forget that? Why didn't I say Donnie Shell up front? Um, and Paul Tagliabue. Nice. Oh, that's a gigantic class. Yeah, right? they're, they're, they're more than class, that. Right? They're more than that. I just, yes, that's the 2020 and the 2021 okay, put together. Great. All right. Would you go? Wouldn't it be fun to go? I would love to go. Yeah. That's something I'd really like to do. Yeah, Have you been to the Hall of Fame? Oh, yeah. It's super fun. It's a blast. My husband took me for our 10th anniversary. Nice. Yeah. Right, that's true love. Listen, I'm telling you, I all I can say is, Christy, I hope you marry someone as good as my husband. Because <laughs> it was a surprise. And we got there, and I, we're, we're driving, driving. I'm like, where are we going? He's like, it's a surprise, a surprise. All of a sudden, I realized where we were in Ohio, and I said, wait a minute. I love you. Happy anniversary. Very nice. Where we're going. Hey, stick around. The Week in Review is next. W-O-R-D. Moms are the most influential people on the planet. For years, you've trusted Focus on the Family. Now you have the chance to experience it in person. Enter the Focus on the Family VIP experience. We'll fly you and three others to Focus on the Family headquarters, where you'll stay at Great Wolf Lodge in Colorado Springs and sit in on an actual Focus on the Family program. Enter once per day and complete bonus tasks to increase your chances of winning. The Focus on the Family VIP experience. Register to win at wordfm.com slash focus. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. 
Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy. Learning has definitely changed these days. What hasn't changed is the unwavering support parents received from their local Christian school. Many were quick to adapt to the new normal with remote classes taught by caring teachers who pray for students and their families every day. With many schools offering half-price tuition for first-time enrollees like Portersville Christian School in Portersville, PA, it's a great time to consider Christian education. Find a school that's right for you at wordfm.com slash tuitions. I find that patients just want to be heard. Stock Family Dentistry, where exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care. That takes time to sit down and listen to what the patient has to say. Listen to their past experiences, because that's all important in how I then present treatment to them, formulate a treatment plan for them, and how we move forward with their treatment at our office. My mommy is a really good dentist, and she'll take good care of you. Perry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. Remember what it was like getting together with your partner for a fabulous night out? It's been too long. Join Word FM aboard the Gateway Clippers Princess for our date night dinner cruise, Wednesday, August 25th. From 6.30 to 9, relax in the company of fellow believers while you enjoy a great dinner, music, and fabulous views of the city skyline. Sponsored in part by Trinity Jewelers. Just $45 a ticket. Don't miss the boat. Reserve your seat now at wordfm.com slash date night. It's been another week. That means it's time for John and Kathy's Week in Review. What was everyone talking about this week? Uh, well, I say everyone's talking about Simone Biles withdrawing from the Olympics and uh, Suni Lee coming in and winning the gold. What that means for athletes and conversations about mental health and transparency. Yeah, it's kind of what I, I had mental health and crying. Mental <laughs> I mean, I was talking about crying. I think that's probably a lot of people were talking about this week. Yeah, right? a lot For of people, part. you know, so what, what, what makes a quitter? Right. Right? So saying that you can't handle it mentally, does that mean that you're a quitter? Does that mean you let your team down? Or, you know, when you're involved in a traumatic episode in your life and then you tell somebody about it and you cry about it, does that make you less than half a man? Right? Is that something wrong there? Yeah. I don't know. That's what they were talking about. What was a conversation that made you think? Well, speaking of that, John, um, our, the thing that came to mind was Tuesday at 4.30, our phoner segment, where we opened up the lines. Yeah. And uh, we asked the question, have you gone to therapy yourself? And if you have, <laughs> did it work? Like, was it weird for you? Did you have a hard time admitting it? Did, you, did anybody support you? Did anybody get mad? I thought it was a really interesting cross-section of experiences people had had. Yeah, I appreciate people's honesty about yeah. it. I, I've been thinking about um, Mark Lutz, who joined us, yeah. Lutz, mm-hmm. from uh, Lux Digital Church. I mean, the idea, I went home that night and talked to my kids about that. The idea of a guy who's a gamer, who's also a pastor, who's not, you know, doesn't have a church, a brick-and-mortar church, but he's playing a game, and at the same time, he is, you know, 
talking about Jesus and inviting that conversation in that goes outside the church walls, that transparency. I love that idea. Mm-hmm. At first, I thought, that's kind of weird, right? But as he went into it, as Mark Watts went into it and told us about it, boy, we need more of that. So I've been thinking about that all week long. That's very cool. Mark Lutz and the Lux, L-U-X, Digital Church. What did you eat? There's so much fresh fresh basil in my yard right now. Mm. It's like taking over. Are you, do you have pesto? So I've, I've made pesto. We're having it in omelets. Nice. We're doing, I mean, it's just overtaking. Nice. And it's just, this is the time. This is the moment yeah. in the summer where you have to soak it in. I'm into that. Okay, well, we don't have a backyard garden because I've got, you know, deer, deer that are like in right. my head if I turn it the wrong way. But I've availed myself of farmer's markets, and we've have been you? eating fresh tomatoes every day. I've had tomatoes just sliced. I've had BLTs. I've had tomato sauce. I mean, you name it. We've been just feasting on fresh tomatoes. This is the time, is it not? Love it. Yeah. What did you watch? Well, I got to be honest. All of my viewing has been the Olympics. Pretty much. That's just all it is. I mean, there is so much good stuff going on. It's If you like reality shows, it's the ultimate reality show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just all it is. And it's every moment of being there is someone's reality show. Yeah, I, I agree. Of it. I mean, it's beautiful to watch. It's fascinating. Um, I'm watching biking and swimming and volleyball, uh, the two-man team, the five-man did team. Did you watch handball? I did. I like it. Isn't it weird? I like it a lot. It's like hockey, but it's... And kind of like soccer. Yeah, but people are running around. Right. But wait, let's take a little detour. So, um, Christy, Kath and I are watching the Olympics. Are you watching anything? Um, This is probably really embarrassing. I can't wait to hear it, please. please. (laughs) No, this is what I watch every day. What do you watch? Golden Girls. (laughs) Every day. Every day. Every day. I love it so much. That is awesome. Why is that? I... I don't know. It's almost like I rotate between that and the office. <laughs> that is great. Good what choices. I do. Excellent. That is That's truly good. great. All right. Next. What hacked you off? Oh, gosh. So I finished the um, – I've caught up at least to the uh, most recent episode of The Rise and Fall of Mars Hill, which is a, a Christianity Today produced podcast <laughs> done by Mike Cosper. And um, it's really good. It's not a hatchet job, and it's not an all-or-nothing look. It's a, I think it's an honest perspective, good and bad, of kind of an evangelical institution that fell and why it happened. I don't know. The thing that hacked me off about it is just – the perpetual story we have, John, we've heard this story how many times over the last 10 years? A church leader who's just consumed with narcissism or consu- maybe it's not narcissism. Maybe it's just an overwhelming feeling, knowledge that they are right. They're in control. They're in control. And the amount of negativity and hurt and even it stretches into abuse, depending on the circumstance that happens, because of that initial idea, I am right, and I am in power, it's just, it's hard to believe. It's just, we keep rewriting yeah. that story. So it's the Mars Hill broadcast, right? Mars it's Hill. Christianity Today broadcast. Mm-hmm. It's called The Rise and Fall of Mars Very good. Hill. Okay, what hacked me off? Um, keyboard warriors, right? So what happened this past week with Simone Biles say what you will right what happened with the, you know the the political theater we saw with you know January 6th this past week and the officers you know Capital sitting in police front, officers and they're, testifying and they're but there are guys 
who couldn't run across the street, let alone being an Olympic gymnast. Or there are guys who've never served a day as an officer or in the military And couldn't or restrain somebody who wanted to come in and, you know, take a dozen of their eggs. But all of a sudden, you're sitting behind your keyboard, and there you are crafting pithy or angry sentences about the fallenness of Western civilization, as though, you know, you yourself are the guardian of it all, the keyboard warrior. And what's your contribution to it all? Just you can you know sit and write something on Twitter or blogging or whatever podcasting. Keyboard warriors. I mean, to be avoided. What was the best news you heard this week? I'm leaving tomorrow oh. for vacation, and I'm going to see my family in Northern Jersey, and I have not seen them. I have not seen their faces since January of 2020. Holy moly. I have not seen them since January 20. You and your sister. Mm -hmm. Fabulous. Yeah, and her all of her kids. It's going to be really, really terrific. It's been a long... I mean, we're used to seeing each other every three months, six months outside. Yeah. So it's been like, you know, it's been a year and a half, almost two years since we've seen each That's other. That's a long, long time. Very good. That's really good news. I saw a story about... Um, this is kind of like a pandemic story in a way. A woman who is 99 years old and her next door neighbor, they have a son who's two. And during the pandemic, even to this day, this 99-year-old woman and a two-year-old boy get together and they sit and he plays in the dirt and they draw things and hang out and just talk and just be together. I love the idea. Oh, that. my gosh. 99 years old and a two-year-old together. That's a very cool thing. And in closing, you two have anything meaningful for us? Well, I was talking about that Mars Hill broadcast and just, you know, trying to remind myself again of how important it is to be in positions where people are telling you that you're wrong yeah. and you're not in charge all the time and you're not correct every minute of the time and you have to be able to admit you're not. Anyway, I read this quote from Frederick Douglass, of all people, 1845. Oh. Listen to this. This is a, this. I'm looking at the Mars Hill story. We've talked about how many pulpits how many archdioceses in america and around the world have been filled with abusive stories this is what frederick Douglass said are you ready mm. i am filled with unutterable loathing when i contemplate the religious pomp and show together with the horrible inconsistencies which everywhere surround me the dealers in the bodies of men erect their stand in the presence of the pulpit and they mutually help each other the dealer gives his blood-stained gold to support the pulpit, and the pulpit in return covers his infernal business with the garb of Christianity. Here we have religion and robbery, the allies of each other. Devils dressed in angels' robes, and hell presenting the semblance of paradise. That's harsh. Man, preach it. I don't think you can explain it any better no. than that. Okay, I've been thinking about this this week. You know, you do this all the time, don't you? You read a passage in the Bible and you go, I've read this how many times before? But there's something about the particular time or whatever's going on in your life where something pops out. I'm reading this week in Exodus 34, 29, 35. I'll read this. Just, Moses came down from Mount Sinai. As he came down from the mountain with the two tablets of the covenant in his hand, Moses did not know that the skin of his face shone because he had been talking with God. When Aaron and all the Israelites saw Moses, the skin of his face was shining, and they were afraid to come near him. But Moses called to them, and Aaron and all the leaders of the congregation returned to him, and Moses spoke with them. Afterward, all the Israelites came near, and he gave them in commandment all that the Lord had spoken with him on Mount Sinai. 
When Moses was finished speaking with them, he put a veil on his face. But whenever Moses went in before the Lord to speak with him, he would take the veil off. Until he came out, and when he came out and told the Israelites what had been commanded, the Israelites would see the face of Moses, that the skin of his face was shining. And Moses would put the veil on his face again until he went in to speak with him. And I think of this, and I know that you know this, because in my life, I mean, you probably can count on two hands, that you meet people and that they are so in love with the Lord that they shine, that there is something so beautiful and transcendent about their relationship that their faces shine. So I think about Moses and that face shining bright, his skin lustrous. And we know people that we are surrounded by who know the Lord like that. Their faces shine. And I love that so much. And that's John and Kathy's Week in Review. Impact Mortgage Corp. TBA Cash Call Mortgage NMLS ID 128231 Equal Housing Lender Not licensed in all states including New York Offer based on loans over $250,000 Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions What's better than a mortgage interest rate and APR in the twos? How about a no-closing-cost mortgage loan with an interest rate and APR in the twos? That's right. We have no closing cost loans here at Cash Call Mortgage. We pay the title, escrow, and appraisal fees. So if you're looking to save a little cash on your monthly mortgage payment, call Cash Call Mortgage today. Our quotes are always free. If your mortgage rate APR is not in the twos, Cash Call Mortgage could lower your interest rate and save you some cash. What are you waiting for? With low rates and no closing cost options, now is the time to refinance your mortgage. For a free quote to see if you qualify, go to CashCallMortgage.com or call us today. Call 800-931-6651. That's 800-931-6651. 800-931-6651. A new college semester is right around the corner. Whether your student is heading back to campus or taking classes online, it's a great time to upgrade their mattress to ensure they're getting the rest they need for a successful school year. The Original Mattress Factory offers high-quality, hand-built mattresses at a factory-direct price. We can deliver anywhere in the U.S., and our factory locations have twin extra-long mattresses in stock for pickup seven days a week or fast local delivery. Visit OriginalMattress.com to learn more. When the earth stands between you and a finished project, you need E&K Excavation. Whether you have to dig it, grade it, drain it, prep it, stabilize it, shape it, clear it, or dispose of it, E&K Excavation has over 100 years of combined experience and a fleet of heavy equipment to help you bend it to your will. They can handle any size projects for your home or business, providing quality results on time and on budget. For a free quote, visit EKExcavation.com. They'll move the earth for you at ekexcavation.com. Are you ready for a life-fulfilling getaway? Where you can join renowned Bible teachers, best-selling authors, and award-winning worship artists in breathtaking locations? Sail the Sea of Galilee, gaze at the majesty of towering Alaska glaciers, or bask in the warmth of the Caribbean sun. 
Christian travel is the best way to see God's creation, and Inspiration Cruises and Tours will provide unforgettable moments just for you. For more information, visit inspirationcruises.com or call 800-247-1899. Looking for a job? Contact Express Employment Professionals and be part of their national hiring event. With one application, Express connects you with multiple employers and never charges a fee. Go to expresspros.com, find your nearest office, and call Express today. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word, Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and at Radio.com. It looks to be a gorgeous weekend. I mean, cool temperatures, right? Uh, Bring it. No rain. The, the high tomorrow here in Pittsburgh is 80 degrees, Very which nice. is the perfection it to me. It surely is. Yep. 80 degrees. Okay, so uh, out and about this weekend, there's yes. something cool. It's called Open Doors Open Pittsburgh. Okay. And they're going to be offering an event opening um, Sunday from noon to four. They're offering self-guided tours of the Strip District, right? I see. Maybe I could get that job. That'd be a great like that. I love that. Guests are invited to go behind the scenes inside buildings to explore the architect of the area. Of course, the history of the Strip District. I mean, you think about the headquarters. Who was there in the early 19th century? U.S. Steel, Westinghouse, H.J. Hines. And so you go and pay, I think it's really pretty cheap, like five bucks, and you wander around. They've got these maps, and, of course, there's docents and audio clips and things like that. That's very cool. Uh, doors How, open Pittsburgh. Doors open. Doors so, open okay. right. I'm sorry, that. it's $8. $8 a person. My mom and I have done it. Have no you? way. We love it. Oh, We've cool. like gone around the city. We've gone. We've done it multiple times. We oh, love I it. I love that. Doors In downtown, open. right? You go to the golf building and things like that? Yeah, we've done like BNY Melon. That's we've, cool. Yeah, we've done everything. Like a little peek Have you done the, the strip district? Like, yeah. Um, I think we did the cultural district. Okay. okay. All right. A little further up, right? Oh, that's that's awesome. cool. Yeah. Uh, concert at Hartwood Acres will perform. The average white band. I love. Uh, the average, average white band, band is seven thirty on Sunday. Okay. That's super cool, right? Uh, that's of course free. Hartwood Acres get there early for a good seat. There's a dance party. It's called In Bed by Ten. A dance party for folks who can't stay out late anymore. That's awesome. <laughs> that's sad. That's right. that is really sad. Yeah. Hosting its or first... for people who are watching the Golden Girls. It's one of those two. Or maybe it's the same group. There you go. You can show up there and be, feel good about yourself, yeah, right? right? Catch a couple more episodes after 10 o'clock. <laughs> Hope is, uh, hosting its first in-person event since the pandemic, a 1980s-themed soiree. Organizers say um, past attendees will be interested in uh, being in bed earlier. So it starts at 6 o'clock, lasts from 6 o'clock until 9 o'clock at the Allegheny Overlook. That's tomorrow okay. night. All right. Mm-hmm. That sounds like fun. Uh, comedian Shane Gillis will be on stage Friday uh, through Sunday at the Improv, which is good. And then a Pittsburgh Blues and Roots Festival from 1.30 p.m. to 11 o'clock Saturday and 1.30 to 10 o'clock on Sunday at the Pittsburgh Shrine Center in Harmer. Those are all good That's things. That's fun. All those things. All right. Speaking of good things, I have another one. Yeah. Today's National Cheesecake Day. Cheesecake. Speaking like cheesecake. of Golden Girls. Like exactly. exactly. I mean, come on. I'll make a Coke. What do you mean I like cheesecake? You don't sound very excited about that. I like a cheesecake. I love a cheesecake. Now, they come in a lot of different varieties, Great. don't they? I like, I, I, don't, I have, I'm good with all of them. I got a friend, Kenny, who makes the best cheesecake in the world. Is it cakey or is it creamy? Creamy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I'm okay with both. I would prefer the cakey kind. Yeah. yeah. Do you like cheesecake, Christy? 
Love it. Do you? How about I mean, the Cheesecake Factory? Have you been there? I like the Cheesecake Factory. I like the Cheesecake Factory cheesecake. Do you? Y- you don't? It's kind of meh. I go. I think it's. I'm not saying I'm going to turn my nose off. Yeah, no, no, I think it's delicious. You know my favorite cheesecake currently in Pittsburgh, and I know this is this is a little bit of a surprising Mm. choice, the porch. Oh, the porch in Oakland. Now, my uh, daughter got the chocolate chip cheesecake for me on my birthday Mm. from the porch, and the reason she got it for me is I. When I was there at the porch one time, trying to be very good and ordering healthy food because I want to fit in my pants. I saw someone across the way ordering the chocolate chip cheesecake, mm-hmm. and I tucked that in the back of my head. Uh-huh. So when it was time for my birthday, my daughter was like, what do you think? And I said, hey, listen, I That's got an idea going. for you. It was every bit as good as I imagined really? it would be. It is outstanding. Mm-hmm. Really, really love their cheesecake. Do you make cheesecake? No. Have you? Yes. Oh, Chrissy, tell I've made it. Tell us. I've made no-bake cheesecake. I've made, like, regular cheesecake. Really? I, I love cheesecake. <laughs> do you put fruit on it? Cherries or you, strawberries? Yes, cher- mm-hmm. you mean like cherry pie filling? Yes, I love yes. that so much. Get a, would you put chocolate in it? Um, when I'm at the Cheesecake Factory, I get like the, the Godiva chocolate one. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. I love chocolate. I will die like death by chocolate. <laughs> Where'd Christy go? Yeah, oh, she died. Dead. That's because of the chocolate. Dark chocolate. Dark chocolate. Any kind of chocolate. Okay, very good. Okay, so if you're having cheesecake, what are you having? Um. I'll do what Chrissy's doing. Are I'll you do, going to yeah. do the Godiva thing? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Do that with some fruit on top. Okay. Little cherries. Mm-hmm. That's fine. You? I'm fine. I mean, I'm good with all of it, and I love the chocolate chip, but I'm fine with it just plain cheesecake sure. with cherries on top. Piece of cake. People. Or a piece of cheesecake. Mm. Very nice. Have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday, guy, will The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group.